Jerry Agar in for John Moore. Thanks for being along with me. He'll be back with you on Monday. Joining me now, the Minister of Long-Term Care, Paul Calandra. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Jerry. So we have this change in Ontario where more uh, more can be done at the drugstore by the pharmacist in terms of, in some cases, the pharmacist saying, no, you don't need to go see the doctor. We can give you this medication. In some cases, though, the pharmacist will say, you should go see a doctor. I think this is a good thing. Now we're talking about PSWs administering medication. Um, how will that help us? Uh, well, look, they're actually already doing that in our in our long-term care homes. They've been doing that since uh, April uh, of last year. Um, what we're talking about uh, is uh, non-controlled medications, like you're, basically your over-the-counter medications. The prescribing uh, and dispensing will still be handled by doctors or nurses. Uh, any of the controlled medications, like IVs or needles, that still has to happen by uh, doctors or, uh, or or nurses. As I said, these are just the, the medications. It can be Tylenol, over-the-counter counter medications uh, and it's been something that we've been doing uh, in Ontario long-term care homes since April of, uh, of last year. Okay, so is it just like um, grandma's at the long-term care home and she has uh, like maybe that little thing you have where these are Monday's medicines, these are Tuesday's, these are Thursday's, um, and, and the PSW is just making sure that that gets done and they're, they're taking their meds? Yeah, and, and, as, and as long as it's not a, a, a controlled medication, right? It, it has to be something really basically your over-the-counter medications. As I said, it's still, you know, still the doctor is prescribing. The doctor, the nurses are dispensing uh, or the pharmacist uh, is dispensing of the medication. Uh, and the PSW is just... Uh, just giving them the, uh, the the meds, and again, only certain type of, of medications. And it's been, as I said, in place in Ontario since uh, April, and it feels uh, it frees up the uh, the nurses to deal with some of the more complex cases that we're seeing in long term care home. Sure, you don't want to be putting a responsible a responsibility on the PSW so that if something goes wrong, you point the finger of blame back at them because you have medical professionals who have to ultimately be responsible. Correct? Oh, you're 100 percent, 100 percent, and that's why, as I said, uh, uh, it is still a doctor who's prescribing uh, medications still going to be a doctor who's administering the more complex medications uh, and uh, it, or a nurse uh, nurse practitioner uh, these really are those types of over-the-counter medications that uh, um, you know that uh, you and I or, or, or others take on a, on a on a daily basis Paul Calandra is with me minister of long-term care um, long-term care has been a problem in this province for decades before the the pandemic. I mean, I used to say you could always tell when it was some sort of ratings period because a television station or a newspaper or somebody came out with a report on horrible incidents in long-term care again this year and nothing ever happened. And then the pandemic hit and that just amplified everything. We've got a long way to go before we're doing a good job. Would you agree with that? Yeah, it, it, look, we, we honestly, we did start in twenty in 2018, recognizing that long-term care had a, uh, was having an impact or the inability to provide appropriate long-term care was having an inability, uh, uh, it was causing hallway health care. So we started in 2018 building out 30,000 new and upgraded beds, but there's no doubt that the pandemic highlighted shortcomings, especially in terms of staffing in our long-term care homes. 
So we have, you're right, we're on the, the road to making massive changes. So four hours of direct care is something that we have legislated and that we are funding. It's a, one of the standards, a North American leading standard. We've doubled our, uh, our inspections of our home. We have some of the highest regulations in North America. This is all uh, uh, as a result of some of the things that we saw during the pandemic, some of the things that we started before. We're phasing out those old homes. I'm sure lots of people, I remember as a, as a kid going into some of these older long-term care homes visiting relatives uh, where there's three or four people in a in a room those are all are all phased out uh, and these are brand new homes that we're building but it's it's a lot of a lot of work obviously a lot of investments over 13 billion in investments uh, that uh, that we're putting into the system and it's it's part of integrating the healthcare system uh, and I know the word is overused but long long overdue and still a lot of work to do you're absolutely right Paul Calandra is with me Minister of Long-Term Care and because the province has all kinds of money it doesn't know what to do with you're going to shut the legislature down rebuild the place and spend over a billion dollars is that's necessary yeah, look, Jerry. I, I wish uh, it wasn't to be uh, to be honest with you. And, and let me just say that uh, the folks who are in charge of maintaining the legislature have done a really, really good job for many, many years uh, uh, maintaining this place. Look, it's over a hundred and and thirty years old. Anybody who's been in the building uh, uh, knows uh, that it uh, it needs a lot of work. And look, any place that has been used for a hundred and thirty years and has not had a, a renovation, uh, you know, things have changed. We've got lead pipes here. We have as best in the building, uh, wires just everywhere, heating systems that are uh, are starting to fail. They've done a great job, honestly, of allowing us to continue to work in this building. But the time has come for us to uh, to put a little care into it and, uh, and make sure it's available for the next hundred years. Why couldn't we build you a new one for less? Oh, Jerry, look, could we probably build a new one for less? Absolutely, yeah, that goes without saying. But uh, uh, but this place is such a, you know, when uh, the clerk of the legislature said it best to me, he said, Paul, when you look down uh, University Avenue 100 years from now, a lot of those buildings won't be here, but this building will still be here. And uh, I, I love this place, Jerry, and I know it's not the reason why you spend money because one person loves it, but it is an important, important part of uh, of the history of our of our province. And, uh, and we... You know, just like Ottawa, we need to make the investments uh, in in, in uh, maintaining our, our properties, and we haven't done that in a long time uh, uh, on the legislative side. All right, I'm going to respond to that and know that a lot of people are agreeing with you, and a lot of people, and maybe the majority of people, will agree with me. Let's not fall in love with old buildings, okay? Let's let's prioritize money. We were just talking health care. You're the minister of long-term care. We desperately need money in all areas of health care, and you want to spend a billion dollars fixing up an old building. I mean, it's... I can get over an old building being knocked down in 15 minutes. How about in a half an hour you get over it and we move on? Look, Jerry, I think this. I think the 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 legislature itself and some of these properties that we uh, that we do have, whether it's the the House of Commons East Block or West Block in Ottawa, these are part of our heritage uh, and our history. They're worth uh, maintaining. They're worth protecting and preserving. And uh, I'm not saying that every old building in the city of Toronto or across the province of Ontario has to be maintained. But there is something very very important about the Legislative Assembly of the province of Ontario. It's 130 years old. Not a lot of money has been poured into this place over 130 years, and the time has come to to, to uh, fix it, to allow it to operate for the next 100 years. Uh, 
in the in the in the province of Ontario. It's going to take us some time to do it, absolutely, uh, and we'll, we'll do it in the most cost-effective uh, way uh, for the taxpayers of the province of Ontario. No, you won't, <laughs> because the most cost-effective way I already said, uh, and it may be that the majority of the population would disagree with me, and they think it's beautiful and all of that. But um, Paul Calandra is the minister of long-term care. I appreciate talking to you. Thanks very much. Thanks. Thanks for having me, Jay.